I'm wrestling the debuting Lacey Lane. She happens to also be training and a graduate of Team 3D Pro Wrestling Academy. Now, I don't know much about Lacey Lane, but what I do know is that she's a superior athlete. She's the NCAA national champion. But she's getting in the ring with me. She's entering the world of independent professional wrestling for the first time. I know you're excited, Miss Lacey Lane. I know all of your friends and family are going to be there. And at the end of the match, they're going to tell you, Lacey, you did such a good job. But Kennedy Brink's going to be here to tell you, just not good enough. <laughs> Lacey, you're on the brink of the biggest beatdown of your entire life. Courtesy of yours truly, Kennedy Brink. You know, when we all have our 15 minutes of fame, and I'd like to take a couple of my 15 minutes to talk about the rights and the wrongs in the world of professional wrestling. And this match is for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship! on the program is a noted girl. Kelly Wheel Travel has participated in various promotions from Winner of Women of Honor East for me to say shine and ignite. She continues to blaze her path as a rising talent on the uh, wrestling scene, but I don't know if I want to call her a rising talent because uh, just judging by the promo that we saw not too long ago, mistaking her to be a rookie could be a huge blunder. And I uh, might get you an earful or a fistful if you're not careful. My guest on the program today is one Kennedy Brink. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. No problem. I know my schedule was ridiculous, so I appreciate your patience and cooperative, <laughs> being cooperative with me. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, we we do understand that real life happens, and uh, you know, you gotta gotta take care of stuff. So it is is truly no problem. I'm just glad that you stuck with it, and we was able to get this done because, uh, as I expressed to you in the original email, I think your your promo, for whatever reason, really uh, caught my eye. Awesome! I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank you. Uh, well, it, it seemed like you had some some pent up anger in there. I mean, we'll, we'll get to that. It's uh, it's not often that you, you get one of those. It's let, let's say from the heart. It, it seemed like. So, let's start at the beginning. Now, if I am not mistaken, were you not formerly known as Jesse K? Yes, I started my career right around. Um, started like consistently training in 2010 um and my first wrestling name was jesse k that i used as i started in the uh, maryland championship wrestling promotion uh up and on the east coast yeah okay now where did that come from was this your creation or were you assigned that name or how did, how did that come about uh well jesse k was um half part of my shoot name um, but also, my my real name is uh, spelled with a K, so Jessica with a K. So I just took the K and then uh, made a last name out of it because I never just liked the single, you know, the single name type thing. So um, that's where that was originated from. Um, but once I uh, made the transition to Florida in 2014, I came down here and the Dudleys basically told me, hey, we're going to start over with you. You know, we're going to start over. Uh, maybe it's a good idea if you don't do shows for a while. Maybe we just, you know, we focus on your basics. We get your conditioning where it should be. Where it should be and our expectations is Team 3D. And I said, okay, not a problem. So from February 2014 to October 2014, I didn't do any shows. I just trained. Um, and that's, uh, that's 
after, you know, a few years, about four years wrestling and doing the independence, it's kind of a lot to swallow, you know, basically saying that you're not where you should be or you're not, you know, the condition where you should be. So, but I did it. I took off the time, and then that's where I made my transition to um, to Kennedy Brink because I figured, hey, I have no one's seen me for how many months? Let me let me make this transition. Okay. So now let's uh, let's address this. Within that story, you have established that you started off wrestling under the Jessica K name, and, and for a reasonable amount of time, somewhere along the line, you decided that hey, you know, I need to. Uh, bulk out my training. I need to, you know, reinforce it. Well, where did you come to the the point where you decided, you know, I really want to give this another, uh, add another layer to my game and go train all over again, basically. Uh, when you could have just ignored it altogether. I mean, uh, not to point fingers at anybody out on the, on the circuit, you know, I don't know anybody that's like that, but you could have just continued on your merry way and, and not even thought about it. Right. Uh, well, I come from a, a history of, of being a big girl, and even before I started my career, I, I lost over 60 pounds to pursue wrestling and to pursue this industry. Um, so I come from a background where I'm not like a super natural athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after losing that initial weight and being in the industry, I kind of went up and down a little bit. But one of the people that really helped me and influenced me to get to Team 3D, his name is Pat Brink, which is hence the last name of my current wrestling name. Um, he always encouraged me. He always told me to get to Florida to train with Team 3D because he went to Team 3D and he, on multiple occasions, actually was signed with FCW and WWE and things like that. So he was successful in the industry, but decided to walk away on his own terms. Um, he always told me that Team 3D was the way to go. Even before I started training in Maryland, he told me Team 3D is the way to go. So I always had in the back of my mind, in the back of my head, that I wanted to go to Team 3D and that was something that I wanted to do. But it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. But it wasn't something I think I truly in my heart believed in. Mm-hmm. And then what happened that really, like, influenced me to really just say, what the hell, let's, let's do this, let's go full out. First of all, I graduated college, so I, I finished school. I got that out of the way, which I feel is very important. Um, and then I went to um, 2013 or, yeah, 2013, I believe, I, uh, the year. No, 2015. Oh, gosh, I'm, like, ruining my, my numbers here. I'm sorry. I, I'm not sure, but it was NWA, it was NWA Mid-Atlantic um, uh, Fan Fest. And during that, uh, Dr. Tom Pritchard and the Mid-Atlantic Fan Fest runs a, or ran um, a basically a large three-day camp. Okay. And it was Dr. Tom, Gerald Briscoe, Lance Storm, Nigel McGinnis, uh, Les Thatcher, and the winner, or quote-unquote, the person that had the most um, potential, had the best attitude, the one that wanted the most, was awarded a $2,500 scholarship at the end of the camp. And out of 40 people, guys and girls, I was chosen and selected for that. Um, so that was the the barrier, basically, that, well, you don't have to save anymore. Here's that money. Here's your initial foundation for for your whatever you need for your career to get to Florida. So it, it paid for my training, um, and it helped me out as far as uh, my first initial expenses down here as far as an apartment and things like that. So that was the final kicker of, well, here's the money. Get your ass down there, basically, you know. Well, that, that's excellent. So, you know, we uh, can't talk about that and not plug the school. So, Team 3D Academy, which is uh, run by legendary tag team, for I guess now formerly known as the Dudley Boys since they've left the WWE again, uh, uh, Team 3D. And so, how's the, uh, the training down there? If you want to put across the number for, you know, for anybody that's out listening right now that wants to, uh, pursue wrestling. This is, you know, I think you're the second or third, actually, uh, person that's come through it on this show. So, please give give a give a quick plug for it. Sure. Um, the training there is unmatchable. Uh, I've trained at multiple wrestling schools. Um, not that any of the other ones were horrible or bad, but they they were all good. But Team 3D is without a doubt a notch above, in my opinion. Um, we not only focus on the in-ring aspect of it, but what 
the WWE is looking for, what, what you need to be in a ring is to, above all, be an athlete. Uh, and that's what we focus on. Our muscular endurance coach actually originated the American Gladiators. His name is Dan Carr. He's incredible. Um, and really pushes limits. And then, of course, you have the knowledge and experience of two guys that have been there and done it all above and Devon. So whether that's in-ring psychology, whether that's promos, whether that's just the proper execution of moves and placement, ring placement, absolutely everything, um, whether you want to be a wrestler, a you want to be a valet, you want to be a manager, we have we have it all. We They've done it all. So um, we're located in uh, Kissimmee, Florida. And if you want to check it out, anything like that, schedule an appointment. The number is 407-390-9005. And, of course, they're on, they're on Facebook, they're on Instagram, they're on all that. Yeah, uh, they would be very proud of you. You got the number and everything down. Okay, so that, there you have it, folks. If you are looking for them, easy to easy to pull up. Uh, I know that I ran across them on Facebook, and of course, I think they do have a website, Team3Dacademy.com. So there are there is no excuse for you not to be able to find this academy if necessary. So there we go. Uh, I'll make sure I bring it back up at the uh, end of the program. Were you always a fan of pro wrestling? Yes. Um, I didn't have, like, a family member or a friend that really got me into it, to be honest. My fanship, fanship, is that a word? Uh, started, I legitimately was in, like, the fifth grade. <laughs> fifth grade, and I was flipping through the channels. And my earliest memory would just be a Triple H or Jericho on TV. I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool. Um, and then uh, at the time, 7-Eleven was doing a campaign with the Slurpees and posters and things like that, and that's how I got the TV time. That's how I knew when to tune in, and then I was just hooked ever since. So it was just kind of, it was my thing. Okay. Was there, was there anything or any person that gave you that extra push? I mean, because, you know, that, there's a lot of people that become fans, but a handful that make the jump. Right, absolutely. Um I kind of went through phases as far as being a fan. The first huge uh, was The Rock uh, for a little bit. Um, his promos, I guess, really, of course, you know, uh, drew me in. Um, and then for, like, uh, that that small phase when he was shooting with Goldberg, I did a Goldberg jump for a few a few months. And then from then on out, um, I became an Undertaker fan for years after. So, I would say Taker is my my number one who really influenced me and really gave me that escape when I was younger as as a fan. Okay, and as as you stated earlier, wrestling more or less helped you get. Uh, I don't want to say healthy, but it it certainly helped you lose weight, which is very admirable. I mean that that shows a lot of determination on your part that you were willing to do it. I mean, how much did you say you lost just to get involved in wrestling? Uh, over 60 pounds, yeah. And and that was no uh, no special plan that anybody sold you. It was just strictly, I want to get in wrestling. I got to do this. Exactly, because, you know, I, you, you, at the time, of course, uh, it's not the Divas Revolution at the time. It's, it's, it's the models and things like that. I wasn't dumb. I knew that the what I was, my and that not even just being overweight, but the fact that I wasn't an athlete. I like I said, I didn't do anything in high school or middle school. I, I sat behind my computer and I and I watched wrestling and I wrote stories and creative. You know, I, cause that's the the original path I wanted to take. Right? I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be creative. I'm gonna you know be a writer. This is the degree I'm gonna get. And I ended up getting that degree and all that, but. Um, you know, I was literally, I was 16, 17, and I was on the elliptical at the gym because a friend drug me to the gym, and I, I couldn't last five minutes on the lowest resistance on the elliptical, and I'm like, God, this is the life that I want to live. Why not pursue something and actually, you know, chase this dream that I've been, you know, putting off or actually do something that I want to do rather than, rather than settling, rather than being mediocre. Well, I certainly don't think mediocre falls into your category today. We, we, we've moved past that. So now, your yeah. first impressions of the business. We, we've gone past the point of you deciding to get in there. You, you've uh, taken a leap. 
Uh, so when you first began to actually take some shows and uh, I guess more or less travel around from one independent to the next, what were your first impressions of pro wrestling? Was it everything that you thought it would be? Did, 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 did somebody shine to come off of it because it wasn't like TV? Uh, what, what do you remember about it? Well, I knew um, I knew at that time when I was starting to travel what the independents were and that it you know that it wasn't like TV or what to expect because I had thankfully uh, a lot of good guidance um, from Maryland Championship Wrestling and uh, my initial trainers of guys that uh, did some jobs in the WWF and things like that. They you know they weren't names, but they. They had the experience of traveling around the Indies, the Holy Rollers, um, Earl of the Pearl, Randall and Red Shore tag team um, that were really popular in the East Coast area. And so they, they took me under their wing and they really um, uh, prepared me, I guess, for the brutality of what was to come as far as what to expect um, and the, the nitty gritty of it, of, of not getting paid much, of long hour drives, of really not nice venues of getting changed in bathroom stalls and, and things like that. So, um, I, I knew what to expect after, you know, my first initial training. Now, you know, I, it, it yeah, <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> I, I knew it, I knew, I knew what to expect. I knew it wasn't glamorous. Um, as far as what I started to travel and did my first few shows and things like that. Yeah. Okay. And, and yet you love it anyway. Yeah, I, I really, really do. I really, I really do. Sometimes it gets lost. Uh, I won't lie to you. Sometimes it does get lost because you're just so focused on where you want to go that sometimes you forget of where you came from and how badly you just wanted to get in that ring that one time, that first time, um, and and just even run the ropes and things like that. And now, you know, I'm in the ring hours and hours for, for the week, so it's, it's it's hard to remember where I've come from, even from a physical standpoint. So it's always, what's next? Where am I going next? What what can I do next? What's, how can I get better? Where can I go? Rather than, well, look at all you've done. So. Okay. What would you say separates you from most? Separates me from most? I think my, my journey, not a lot of people have done what I've done and had to defeat the demons in the head that I have. <laughs> they, they they talk a lot, you know what I mean? It's a lot of even basic things that I'm like, oh, shoot, can I do that? Or, But then I'm like, of course you can. You've developed the, the ability to do it. Um, I'm also, I feel I can put two words together as far as promos, as far as um, talking to people in general and interviews. Um, whatever that is, I, I feel like I, I can make a connection with people pretty well. Um, and I am a genuine good person <laughs> and I don't think that's, uh, that's, that's very common. I think a lot of people are pretty selfish. Um, but I, you have to be a little bit, I guess, in this industry, but it's hard for me to do that. <laughs> well, you know, now it's funny you bring that up because my first, uh, impressions of you weren't of a, of, of a nice young lady. Uh, in fact, I think you were quite a bit on the opposite end of the spectrum when I when I saw your match and I saw your promos. Like, oh man, she's kind of uh, angry. Uh, but then I saw a, a match where you were completely up the opposite of that, and you were just uh, just as nice as you could be. And you stopped after the match and shook this young lady's hand and everything else. I was like, okay, she she clearly can go either end of the uh, the spectrum if need be. Right. Um, I feel like right now I, I have most fun or I'm most comfortable as the uh, the nasty, bitter um, character. I even, like, no pun intended, but as a bully. Um, and very much so. Um, it's funny how that worked out. But that, that bully character really um, encompasses everything that I feel that I do in the ring and how how my promos come off. So... Um, that's what I feel most comfortable, and that's what I feel the Kennedy Brick character is most successful with right now. So I, I would say so. Uh, like I said earlier, that the uh, the promo that I originally saw uh, had a fair amount of venom 
And for those that are not aware, that promo was the first promo that you did for, uh, I, I don't know if I want to call it a new promotion or seminar, but I'm, I'm going to say promotion at this point, uh, for Rise, uh, which yeah. basically was, uh, for those that have not seen Rise, I, I'm, I'm going to summarize and say that it's essentially an open door for ladies who are relatively new to the business to come in and kind of establish themselves or make a name or something along those lines. Is that, that a fair assessment? Absolutely, yeah. It's definitely an opportunity for people that maybe haven't been seen or are really new to come in and make a name for themselves and to show the world what they can do and then hopefully make a good relationship so they can be there for Shimmer and all that that's happening uh, in November. So. Okay, so now let, let's step on this a little bit. The words that you gave back to them were basically, I've already done this. I, I mean, it, it almost came across like, why are you asking me to show up? Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> so. Essentially, that's the idea. Um, you know, they they reach out to me and they tell me, uh, that their seminar could benefit my career and the, what the, their promotion, they can get me into shimmer and things like that. And it, it, it's, it's a tough pill to swallow, you realize, because I'm trained by two of the best in the world every week. I've, I've done multiple Ring of Honor camps where people like Delirious have told me that I am undeniable. I have gone... To, and I participate in Women of Honor shows. I, I'm, a, I'm a staple at Shine Wrestling and Queens of Combat. I've done Sparkle matches before Shimmer, which no one seems to remember, right? And then they want to tell me that in order to progress, to really get a member and be a member of the Shimmer roster, to really show the world that I'm something, I should participate in their seminar and I should do their show. You know, and then so that's what came of it. That was the pro. That was the premise of the promo. Was you know, uh, so I, I've done it all, or I've done all of this. Maybe not done it all because there's so much more to do. But I've done so much, but it just seems still not to be enough. Well, that's a, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a, that's a fascinating way to put it. Uh, so with that being said, and the promo that you sent back to him, and uh, more or less saying that if I wanted to show up there, who's going to stop me anyway? I mean, I've already done this, 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 this. Was there a little bit of truth wrapped up in there uh, as far as how you felt or, you know? Every promo that I, every promo that I deliver, the words that I say, I have to believe in. Okay. Or it won't, or it won't come off. So I believe every promo that I give. Indeed. Okay. So, so let's ask it from your perspective. I've already given my analysis of what I think it is, but I'm pretty sure you have a little bit of um, uh, more insight. What exactly is Rise? I mean, is it more seminar than than promotion, or more promotion than seminar? Uh, what, what, what's the deal there? Uh, it's both. So, what I from what I understand is that during the day, uh, there's going to be participants. Um, participating in the uh, Colt Cabana and Sar- uh, Saran Knight seminar. Mm-hmm. And then the, the standouts will be participating in the event. Um, but what I do also know is that they're taking names from around um, that are established, that are established, and promoting them for the show as well to, to draw some attention. Because, you know, I, there's lots of people out there that are wrestling fans, a lot of people out there that are women's wrestling fans. But if you don't have someone that I already know or I'm already interested in, it's hard to draw a crowd, right? So um, that's why I will be there. I don't know who I'm destroying, but I will destroy. And that's why I know um, Nicole Savoy will be there and other names will be there. Okay, so it is uh, to uh, clarify for those out there, she's coming because she is a name and she's looking to hurt somebody. Exactly. I like, I, like you said, pent up aggression. I have that. I like to unleash it. I like to be a bully. It's fun for me. <laughs> you know, I'm starting to think that you, uh, of the members of Team 3D, you probably hung out with Bubba slash Bully Ray 
maybe quite a bit and adapted some of that uh, mentality. I absolutely respect Bubba 3,400 million percent. Yes, I do. Um, I'm, he is, he's so smart, and I wish I could just have an ounce of his brain in wrestling. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I, I forget the dates. I, I guess it wouldn't be fair for me to have this interview and not mention the date for, for uh uh, Rise, was that no, no? It's in November. Was do you remember day? Yeah, uh, November the November the tenth is the day of the rise, and then that weekend is all shimmer. Okay, so there we go. For those that are looking for uh, their tickets to rise, uh, November the tenth, and you will be able to see uh, Miss Brink go in and, and cause some havoc on somebody. Now the question will be, whom will she steps in the ring with? And it quite possibly could be the uh, Heart of Shimmer champion. That could present an interesting challenge for you. Uh, have you ever been in the ring with Savoy before? Yes, actually, it's funny. We both started in Maryland when we first started in 2010. Ah. Um, under Gilberg's Professional Wrestling Academy, yes, we did start there. She moved to California. I had started my career all that in the East Coast and then, of course, moved down here to Florida. And we actually just got back into the ring with each other two weeks ago at Queens of Combat in a submission-only match. Ah, okay. Do I want to know yeah, the uh, the outcome? Well, okay. So the Dudley Boys are not diverse <laughs> in submissions. <laughs> We're more of bruisers, okay? We're more of bruisers, right? We put these people through tables. That's what we do now. If it would have been a tables match, maybe I would have been more successful. Um, but it just but started I mean, off with me knowing that it was going to do. Well, you know. Now, I mean, isn't she? Isn't she like friends with UFC people and all that stuff? Like, uh, come on now, you gotta you gotta give credit to where credit's due. Now, come on. Okay. I, I mean, we'll give you that. She is a partner. I hung, uh, in, I hung in there, man. I hung in there, all right? I, I believe you know. it. I, I, I'm a firm believer yeah. in your work. I mean, just in preparing for this, I went down the line watching some matches of yours. So, yeah, I, I am a firm believer in, in your work, and uh, you do have some, some high-impact things in there. I don't recall a lot of submission wrestling out of you. So how exactly did you even get signed into a submission match when that doesn't appear to be your forte? Well... <laughs> Our um the the lady that runs Queens of Combat is uh Josie, uh Sojo Bolt, mm-hmm. uh former TNA. She runs that. She she's amazing. Can't I'll just put her over enough how um how a genuine and awesome nice person that she is, so just throw it out there. She does Queens of Combat with high spots and things like that. And um the night we did uh we did a double shot. We did a Friday night and a Saturday night and Friday night. Um I wrestled Miss Rachel Ellering in a two out of three falls match. And it just so happens that um, the the scenario of the match was that I had been targeting Rachel's arm, and perhaps she maybe tapped out twice. Ah, okay. Uh, on Friday, perhaps. So, but that was because I had brutally attacked that arm in any way, shape, or form that I could see fit. So, uh, so it just I think it was just circumstance that it happened to be her to say, "Hey, you want to." Let's let's make a submission match out of you and Nicole Savoy tomorrow. And I said, bring it on. But you know, I mean, I understand. I take all the challenges and stuff, so I couldn't back down from it at that point. I guess. Awesome. So, so your, your gusto got the best of you. Is that that what we're saying here? Uh, look, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying it. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So, so we've covered a uh, rise and queens of combat. Uh, so let, let's move on to another one of your promotions. See, now, that, I guess this is where the venom comes in because you are in uh, prominently featured in a lot of different locations, and the, the next one would be Shine, uh, yes. which apparently uh, what, what, this is the maybe third major faction that Shine has had. I believe you are part of a uh, group known as C4. Is that correct? Yes, the last. Um, show that took place was when we formed our allegiance. Uh, we have me, Lufisto, uh, Andrea, 
formerly known as uh, Rosie La Love, and we have Amber Gallows, Amber O'Neill Gallows, Amber O'Neill. I'm not sure what she's calling herself nowadays, uh, but yes, all four of us have aligned ourselves together, and we've called each other our group C4 because we're explosive. We're making an impact. Um, you know, it's one of those things where, again, with the situation with Rise. Um, I felt like I was overlooked, that Shine was overlooking me, putting me in, in horrible situations where I was putting being put in matches with inferior talent where I couldn't showcase my skills or I had to bring myself down. Um, and so I found some like-minded ladies that felt the same way, that Shine was holding them back. And we basically destroyed everyone, cut... Um, a, it showed or expressed our feelings at the end of the the night and announced ourselves as C4. So I'm looking forward to see what else we have in store for Shine and everyone involved. Uh, I'm looking forward to that also. And I, I will, uh, I want to ask this. I interviewed Andrea, who apparently also mm-hmm. is a, a Team 3D Academy girl like yourself. And now you both are involved in the same group. Uh, there are a pair of tag team titles that exist in Shine. Uh, would it be too much to uh, assume that those championships may be targeted by some combination of C4? I, and I'm, I'm just putting you two together because you have common common ground. But with some combination of C4 decide, hey, Time to time to win some belts here. Absolutely. I mean, what's the what's the goal of being um, in a wrestling company? You want to have total domination. You want to be the best. And having championship gold means that you're the best. Um, and so that's obviously what C4 is going to be aimed for. Whether it's the the main title, whether it's the tag team championships, whether it's just hurting people. I mean, we're we're we just want to be noticed. We want the recognition that we deserve. So. Um, would it make sense that me and Andrea that are that are trained by the tag twenty four time tag team champions that we would want to go after tag team gold? I think that would make sense. Um as far as what's actually going to happen, whether that opportunity arises, we will see. We will see what we have to do to push the envelope. Uh just just off the top of my head right now, as you bring that up. I just had this thought. Would Team 3D will you to the 3D? Ah, that's a that's a that's a great question. I'm I'm not sure that we don't want to uh, defame it. You know, we don't want to uh, <laughs> we don't want to mess it up, and then somebody would take off our heads. You know what I mean? So um, it's a, it's an alternate respect factor to to pull that off and it just depends if we could pull it off to the point where we both feel that, you know, we can, we can definitely keep it and make sure that it looks and uh, keeps the, the honor and respect of it um, that it deserves. You know what I mean? It's just about circumstance and if the, the, we don't want to put any disrespect or anything to that. Okay. Regards. Just, just curious. Cause you know, as I'm, I'm saying it, y'all both trained by him. You, you got a, a pretty, strong young lady there and, and Andrea who could uh, I'm, I'm relatively sure hoist up most members of that roster and uh, mm-hmm. you're fast enough to come up there and pop it <laughs> so we'll, we'll just we uh, I'll just put that into the universe I'm not saying do it I'm just saying yeah, alright <laughs> so we know that the, the buzz around you going right now uh, let's talk about when a Women of Honor, uh, a little briefly here. Uh, the mm-hmm. resident juggernaut of Women of Honor right now seems to be one pretty badass known as Kelly Klein. You two have uh, crossed paths, I do believe. Yes. Uh, have you crossed paths within Women of Honor? No, we have not. We have not crossed paths within Women of Honor. Okay. We wrestled years ago. We we have wrestled years ago when I was Jessie K and she was still Mary Elizabeth Monroe. Um, and then uh, the year after I won the scholarship, we were at the convention, and then we wrestled again, and we became best friends, and that was my last match, I believe, as Jessie K. 
Um, and then um, we've just, ever since that convention, just been been really, really close as far as um, supporting each other and being in contact and things like that. So um, I respect her without a doubt, but when it comes to ending a streak, um, I'm absolutely up for that challenge. Well, that is where I was going with that. I mean, because both of you have changed significantly since being Jesse Kay and Mary Elizabeth Monroe, respectively. Uh, she has, as I stated, gone on a little bit of a streak, uh, undefeated in Women of Honor. You do present a legitimate threat, I would say, in terms of uh, the perception that you can get in there and bully her around. So, Absolutely. the streak being ended, is that can we say that that is a, a potential goal? Oh, absolutely. Um, but my first goal, um, she has something already that I would like to have, and not necessarily a streak, but she has recognition um, and familiar, familiar, familiar. I can't say her enough. Familiarity. <laughs> the fans know her. The fans know her. Okay. Uh, Ring of Honor. It, uh, yes, the fans are aware of her as a woman of honor character. Um, and I have, of course, participated in Women of Honor, um, but that was only as far as one time performing thus far in Baltimore in a six-person. So um, I feel I have more to accomplish in Ring of Honor and Women of Honor as far as getting my name out there and making sure that the fans know who I am. Once that happens, they know that I'm capable and know that I'm a threat, then that's when we can attack that streak. Ah, Okay. So let, let's talk about your personal goals within the business right now, short-term. As I, I, every time I ask long-term goals, it generally always heads in the same direction. So we'll go with, with short-term. Uh, yeah. What do you, within this calendar year, well, yeah, within the calendar year, what do you have left for you to accomplish? You know, it's funny because at the beginning of every year, I have like a live journal that I, I've wrote in every single year. I used to write in it like almost every, every, you know, week and day type thing. Um, but every, every, every year now around Christmas time, I'll be home and I'll be sitting on the couch at home with my family and I'll write down all the things that I want to do this year. And believe it or not, I have accomplished almost everything this year that I've wanted to do. Um, as far as being in Ring of Honor and being in Shine and doing things in Queens of Combat, um, the one promotion that I would love to work for that I haven't had the opportunity yet, um, Omega Re uh, Championship Wrestling with uh, with the Hardys, but they haven't, you know, really done shows very often. But uh, that's one of my goals to work for. I will. I really, Tommy Dreamer, dang it, I want to work for House of Hardcore very badly. That's another one I really, really want to work for. Um, uh, another place I really want to work for is uh, the Women's uh, Revolution in Rhode, Rhode Island, that that promotion. I want to work for them. Um, I want to go to AIW and do the Girls' Night Out stuff. Um, so there's lots of different places I still want to go and still want to be, um, but those weren't my initial goals at the, at the beginning of the year. So I've already done far beyond what I would have imagined. So, and of course I, I, like I said, I want to be, a, I want to be a household name in ring of honor um, and things like that too. So that's, that's a big goal of mine is to just be more of a, of a force in ring of honor because it, it's been a long journey for me for there, man, because I, I did ring crew for years. I even went to Canada with them, um, for Ring Crew and Pittsburgh, and I travel with them a lot. Like, um, I've, like I said, I've done multiple seminars where I've gotten the recognition, and so it's it's just it's been a long journey. And if anywhere feels like home, as far as a wrestling promotion, they definitely feel that way for me. So um, it just kind of definitely has come full circle as far as Ring of Honor, and I'm and I want to be what I really would truly truly want in the bottom of my heart is for for Ring of Honor to have a women's title and even for my name to be involved in the in the process of talking about uh that would be would be tremendous. I think that may be on the horizon one of these days. I mean, uh, the the Women of Honor division seems to have its own little following, so who knows. Yeah. And just 
perhaps, perhaps Kennedy Brink will be within that conversation for a championship. Should Women of Modern ever take that that lunge, take that jump? I'm hoping so. It's going in the right direction to do that. But speaking of championships, are there any that are on the horizons? Right, right now, um, there's there's nothing. There's no like championship opportunities or anything like that. They're uh, coming uh, right now. Um, I'm just keeping on, keeping on, and getting my name out there more than anything, and showing up in as many companies as I can, and um, just making that name and making that name heard by as many people as possible. So, so basically, you continue to beat people up. Um, essentially, that's the uh the go to. Okay. Now as tough as you are, and I certainly don't want to insult you any, who has been the toughest opponent that you've been in the ring with? I must say, um Awesome Kong was quite was quite the beast. Um it was a it was a pleasure to be with her uh in that ring and that night as far as uh the fans were just absolutely insane. It was great. They were into absolutely everything. Um, the the night before I won the scholarship, actually, which was great, um, in Charlotte. So Charlotte is just a great area to be at. Um, so definitely her as far as being one of my toughest opponents, without a doubt. Well, I, I can't imagine that how anyone who's been in the ring with her could say anything less, so that is totally believable. <laughs> that uh, that Kong would be uh, essentially top of the list, it sounds like. Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, well then, we will move on to uh, upcoming victims. Anyone that... Upcoming victims. Uh, yeah, do you, do you have a list of victims that you uh, you're checking off? Of? I would imagine that uh, you would have to get back with who, who's the lady that you took on in uh, Savoy. I would imagine that you would have yeah. to uh, that she's on the list. That okay? She's on the yes. She's on the list for a legitimate uh, match in which that submissions aren't the only way. Okay, all right. Yes, Nicole Savoy is definitely on my list. Um, and at, at this point, I don't have a lot of people that are announced as far as um, who I'm wrestling next. But you know, as far oh, as people not, that I not as people I, you're wrestling next, but who who do you want? Who do you want? Uh, Nicole for sure. Um, Kelly Klein, obviously, again in a Ring of Honor scenario. Um, I've never wrestled, uh, even if she's in my C4. Um, eventually, I would love to put the test to uh, Lufisto and even Andrea, you know what I mean? Just to see who's the best of the best. Um, there's, you know, there's so many ladies that I still haven't uh, had the opportunity to wrestle with. So um, I've never wrestled Deanna Perrazzo. I would love to wrestle Deanna Perrazzo. Uh, I've never wrestled Taylor Hendricks. Um, there's so many names that I would consider to be maybe uh, that people recognize you know, there's so many of them that I still haven't had the opportunity to to wrestle and to really um, showcase what I can do with them. So there's 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 it's the list is plenty. Okay, uh, and I can't believe you pulled out two of your own uh, C4 members. I mean, uh, hopefully yeah. that won't get back around to them. We don't want no hard feelings to you know kind of sprout up anything like that. <laughs> but uh, oh, just, no. just out of a uh, Let's just run this scenario. If you were in there with Andrea, I mean, y'all basically have not the same skill set, but you have the same database of knowledge, you know, coming from the same school. How is that even Mm -hmm. going to work? And, you know, I I don't know who's physically stronger. I know she may have a little bit of leverage on you in size, but could you toss her around? Could you you, uh, actually get her up and, and pop the crowd with a slam? Right. I think for that scenario, it would just have to be um, wearing her down until um, conditioning-wise. I mean, we're both 
trained by the same people in that regard, but I, I on a more regular basis, have been working on my conditioning as far as in-ring at the school, um, more so than she has had the opportunity to, um, as far as I know. So um, I think at that point it would just have to be who has the most guts, and that's and that's a tough one, man, because we both have – we are so like-minded. We're, like you said, we have uh, a lot of the same uh, database and information, um, so that would just have to be legitimately blood, guts, and honestly, it probably just—I can—I just imagine death. Him just uh, completely death, and and that in that respect, because we would just give ev- absolutely everything that we've ever had. I'm sure in that in that match. How important to you is the art of the promo? Oh, without a doubt, uh, that was that was the thing that that was what what got me into wrestling, what made me believe, what made me care. Um, honestly, like, uh, when I was younger, I would just memorize promos. I still have, have not, maybe not just single promos, but, um, you know, the, uh, the feud long, um, video, uh, video packages that WWE would put together before pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I would memorize those. I legitimately would memorize them and, and play them back over and over again and, and have that butterfly feeling of, God, I love this, and and have that, oh, my God, he's going to kick his ass, or, wow, like, you know, I just, it's that weird butterfly moment. I, the one I can just picture right now is, of course, uh, WrestleMania, Rock vs. Austin, My Way or the Highway, and that song, and, and, and uh, freaking Rock stunnering Austin and leaving that beer right in the middle of that ring, you know what I mean, and having that song playing. Things like that, um, and that, and that is, and that to me is, is part of a promo, um, and being able to use that promo later for ultimately storytelling. So the art of a promo is huge for me, um, and I, I did it even before I, I entered wrestling. So okay, and I see uh, on your own YouTube channel, you have like uh, three of them. Yeah, I'm trying to do more. Trying to do more. Um, I really don't use my own YouTube channel very often. I it's something that I lack. I do. It's something I lack. I lack it absolutely. I use. I'm more of an Instagram, Twitter, Facebook kind of person. Um, so I gotta get. I got. I'm I'm lacking in my YouTube game. I'm lacking. (laughs) Well, for those that may want to hear what she uh, sounds like when she's doing, you probably heard a, a good chunk of it just in the course of this interview but uh if you want to catch her in a in the uh pro wrestling environment which is right there in front of the team three banner a poster i should say then you can uh go log on to her youtube channel perhaps if the numbers go up she'll be more inclined to uh to shoot some more yes i think that i definitely want to shoot more videos because i shot one uh, on facebook and posted online about uh just for fun because I was wrestling Rachel Ellering the next day, and I was just like, you know what, I'm going to shoot one. It got like a thousand Facebook views. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I guess people are watching, you know. So, um, so it's something that maybe I should do more often and have ha- more more practice, the better. So, you should. Now I have to ask before I go into the next. Uh, your uh, your keypad isn't up right now, is it? On your phone. But, uh, maybe. No, no, it's not. Uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Okay, I keep hearing some beeps, like getting pressed down. I, I don't know if it was your cheek coming across it or something like that. All right, anyway, we're good. So quick quick plug for the, the YouTube channel. You can catch her. You have a unique way of spelling her name. So for anyone that is looking her up, you want to go K-E-N-N-A-D-I Brink, and you will come right yeah. up to Kennedy Brink and her multiple and get out multiple digital platforms you can see her do her uh, promos and hopefully we can uh, see some new ones come across in the near future we'd love to to hear her talk as you can see right now she's quite natural at it so the next thing that we could do you're very natural absolutely (laughs) thank you so the next thing that we have in the the, uh, course of the interview that is going to put that talking to the test it's the section that we like to call Random Questions. It's time for Random Questions. This is the uh, the point where we 
regards to some stuff that aren't necessarily wrestling related, although I will tell you that because I asked my last interview these set of questionnaire, I am going to give you that as well, along with the random questions. And, and if you've ever seen Inside the Actor's Studio at, at any point in your life, then this questionnaire will sound familiar to you. So. Okay. Well, it would not. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it'll be new for you. It has been changed for the benefit of the wrestling industry because you know you can uh, can't have acting questions on there. However, we can have game show questions. We can have questions that are just random knowledge. So, let us begin. Oh dear God. Uh, yes. I'm not smarter. I'm not smarter than a fifth grader. You're not smarter than a fifth. <laughs> well, let's start with something. Uh, something simple. Outside oh God! Your, okay. uh, see, you're already going into panic mode. I am. I'm going freaking out. Oh Jesus! Oh God! Okay. I'm building this up, man. I'm building this up. All right. All right. Here we go. This, this is a this is subjective. No wrong answer here. Let's just let's just settle you down. Breathe breathe it in. Outside. That's what they all say. No wrong answer. You're lying. <laughs> see that? Make me feel better. That's that's the panic. That that's that rustling paranoia that you're talking right now. <laughs> now here we go. Outside, All right. of, All right. outside of your faction, C four, what's yes. the greatest faction in women's wrestling? Easy. Greatest faction in women's wrestling, I would say the the Force Horsewoman right now. Okay. Which well, I would say. Well, I guess that Be- Becky, I think Becky, Becky, uh, Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte—they're super inspiring. Super inspiring. Okay. On the TV show Friends. What is Nope, it? don't watch it. <laughs> don't watch it. Okay, well then nope. we, we could that the answer I is <laughs> I watch wrestling. It's so sad. That's 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 it. It's sad, isn't it? You you need wrestling questions. Well for those that were listening, the answer was Bing. The question, what was Chandler's last name? Oh, no idea. I know. I mean, Chandler. I don't know. I I don't know any of them. My my friend Jenna would know that. Well, see, you know, if it was like one of those game shows they had, where you can't call a friend, so you could have called her up. <laughs> Jenna, what's the answer? Well, here's here's wrestling related somewhat. Okay. Name, name me three movies that Dwayne Johnson's appeared in. Movies, uh, Scorpion King, The Rundown, uh, Walking Tall. Hey, there we go. Easy. Yay! I was I was obsessed, obsessed with him for a little bit, so it's fine. So that that was easy for you. Yeah, that was a. Would MMA or boxing ever cross your radar? Yes, actually, um, I I'm actually legitimately interested as to how I would hang in that situation. Um, when, I don't know, but I would like to give it a shot at some point. Um, um, but I'm not sure when the opportunity will rise to do that. But as far as now, I'm totally ignorant to it. I don't have an education with it. I don't know any, you know, uh, influential people in MMA or boxing. I'm completely dumb to it, but, um, I, I would like to learn one day. I would like to learn. Okay. Name three boxes that have had some contact with professional wrestling. Boxers? Yes. Shoot. Um, uh, I couldn't even tell you. I could not tell you. Muhammad Ali. One. <laughs> um, uh, Shaq is a basketball player. Yes, Shaq, Shaq is basketball. Wrong sport. <laughs> um, uh, what's the guy, who's the guy that wrestled Big Show? Well, if I told you that, I don't know. <laughs> right, that guy, that guy. I know it was that it was at WrestleMania. And he's shorter. Okay, yes. Yeah, so we'll, we'll uh, I'll, I'll hold that one to the side. Just... <laughs> um. Otherwise, I do not know. Do not know. You got one more. I, I, I know you know the the third one. If I say it, you're gonna be like, oh, I did not. Okay. I'm. I'm sure. You ever seen the movie The Hangover? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What's this? Uh, the yeah, it's got the the the. the it's horrible, isn't it? Um, 
Uh, uh. <laughs> well, <laughs> now we've got the tiger. Yes, we have the tiger, man. Okay. I gotta sing the I gotta sing the tiger song. I gotta sing the uh, Tyson. Right? There you go. Hey, hey. And Mike the last, Tyson. That's right, Mike Tyson. You just named Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, and yes. the other guy. Who is uh, the name you're looking for? That was Floyd Money Mayweather. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't, nice. Well, well we, we kind of had it. We well, kind of had it. That's kind of. We'll say that's two point five that you got off of that one. Okay. Here's your redemption. What was the main event in the first Starcade? First Starcade? I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Oh, bully's gonna be mad. He is gonna be mad. He is gonna be mad. <laughs> so, so we're gonna give it a give it a second to let let it kind of sink in, and we're gonna say, what, what what can I give you as a hint? Uh, probably the champion most associated with the NWA and WCW is. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, Hogan, freaking Piper. Yes, Bully's going to get you. Flair. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Flair. Got Flair. it. Flair versus Race. NWA Championship. First main event for Starcade. Ah, uh, shoot me in the face. <laughs> it's fine. Here we go with the other portion of the the questionnaire. These are all... <laughs> To be fair, to, to be, be fair, fair mm-hmm. um, I I feel sometimes that you know I missed a lot of wrestling, obviously, um, and that doesn't make it an excuse. But and I, I mean I, it's hard to think that you know I started watching in 2002, mm-hmm. and there's so much that I, that I missed that I need to, I need to go back up on it. It's horrible because I don't I don't know a lot of things. I don't, and it, it's 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 frustrating for me. <laughs> and, and it's not, and it's not because I don't have a passion. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, I missed so much. And if, if it's someone that hasn't talked about it to me, then it, it, it's, it's, it's rough to pick up everything that I've missed because even, even stuff like ECW and things like that, I don't know about because I, I wasn't watching it personally. You know what I mean? Fair enough. I mean, we certainly can't expect you to have a know it all. You know, particularly. No, I mean, uh, but, uh, but there's a lot I don't know, and it's 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 horrible. So when I take this clip and I shoot it over to Team 3D Academy. Don't don't do that. Okay. Well, yeah, no. We don't want to. We don't want to cause any trouble. No, no, no. I'm sure they're. Listening. Well, so, you know what? I'm gonna know now. That's right. You know now. First See, minute of the start case. Because, because we talked about it. That's right. And it, and it's on this podcast forevermore. As long as the podcast exists, you have a point of reference. Mm-hmm. You'll always be able to dig that out. Now, here's the, the part where, where you don't have where to worry right. about those. No, no right and wrongs here. <laughs> Are you ready? All right. What's your favorite word? Moist. Least favorite word. I'm not going to ask why, but I'll word. just go with that. The, the, the C word. Okay. <laughs> what turns you off? Um, ego. What's your favorite curse word? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> What noise do you love? Hmm. A ring, the ring bumping. Bumps in a ring. What noise or sound do you hate? Hmm. Someone cracking their knuckles. What profession other than wrestling would you like to attempt? Um, a health teacher, like for kids. Okay. 
What profession would you absolutely, positively not like to do? Uh, an accountant. <laughs> My dad wants me to do that shit. <laughs> that sounds like more pent up. <laughs> that sounds like we have some other stuff to talk about there. That might, you might have some things to get out. <laughs> you make it to the WWE and Vince McMahon is there to greet you. What would you like to hear him say when you arrive? I'm already hired, right? Yes. I'm already hired. Yeah. Um. Huh. What would I like Vince McMahon to tell me if I'm already hired? Hmm. I said, ah! <laughs> I, 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 it's not, I, I don't know, I wouldn't want to, I, like, you're hired forever? I don't know, like, you're here's a permanent job? Like, <laughs> I've heard about you, I've heard good things. I, I'm not sure what I would want him to tell me. Hmm, okay. How about here? Other than, yeah. like, job, job security, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, okay, we, we can go with that. You know, I was figuring something like, here's your check. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, depending on how many zeros he's got knocked behind it, but you know. Yeah, here's some more. Here's some more zeros in your check, actually. Here's that. <laughs> there we have it. See, simple, painless, not at all like the uh, random question portion. Flair versus race. Ah, uh, there you go. You have it. See. See, maybe yep. if, I, if I edit that into the earlier portion, it comes off as yep, absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> and yep, I there it is. Ask harder questions, but you know, I, I try to temper the, the questionnaire. Now, unless you want a bonus one, how many pints of blood does a human body have? How many pints of blood? I couldn't. I have no idea. Twenty-four. Ah, that's a little bit much. <laughs> gotta go. Gotta go down. <laughs> Nine. Nine. <laughs> yes. See. Uh, all in good fun there. All in good fun. Absolutely. Fantasy booking. Fantasy booking. Last segment of the show. It is my personal... Me versus... Hmm? Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Me versus any... I thought you were asking me if it, who I ever could I wrestle. Sorry. Oh, well, I, 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 don't worry. We'll, we'll get to that. Because <laughs> you know, I have to explain it. It is my personal belief that almost every wrestler has that one storyline that they've got locked in their head that they are ready to pull out at a moment's notice for their personal fantasy booking with their own personal angle their own storyline that they would like to see play out not just the match but uh, but we're talking about the the angle in general so kennedy brink what is your personal fantasy booking I'm going to be like, I'm going to fangirl it out here and actually involve myself if that's possible. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is all you. I mean, you're, you're fantasy booking for yourself. Yeah. That's cool. Um, well, we would take it back. We would take it back to uh, Undertaker, Dead Man Inc. times, uh, Big Evil times. That's what we would do. Okay. And I would, uh, this is what I wrote when I was younger and all that stuff. So I would do that at Undertaker, Dead Man Inc. Uh, big evil that time, and um, you know Sarah was his manager or whatever. So nope, screw Sarah. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Sarah. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the the manager or whatever, and just and just go on you know day to day WWF lifestyle. You know what I mean? And have that uh and that that DDP storyline all over again. That's completely fine with me. <laughs> oh, all right. So so you you would want to relive the the stalker storyline, but you want to insert yourself into the the uh, Sarah role. Sure, that's fine with me. <laughs> All right. Well, we can go. Now you've heard it. That is the fantasy book yep. that she has. I don't know if you can make that one come true at, at this point, but close enough. Now, yep, I, there you go. I personally think that you need to go with the Kelly Klein. I, I, I would insert you into the, let, let's say, the Goldberg scenario. There you go. Ah, yeah. Klein being, being Goldberg in this particular instance. You would have to be Kevin Nash, you know, the the, the one that popped the uh, the streak. But the question here is uh, how you would integrate yourself into that, and how much help would you need? 
Well, I, to be honest, I wouldn't want help for that, but if, if necessary, um, it would, it would maybe, you know, have a faction of my own in, in Ring of Honor, you know, and bring that over. Um, maybe have a little bit of the C4 members in there too. Um, but hey, ending the streak is ending the streak, right? If it ends, so that I wouldn't mind doing that either. <laughs> so there, there's the uh, that's my fantasy booking for you. The, the place you as the roadblock for the streak. Now, whether you can actually pull it off, whether you need the C4 members, whether you have to do it single-handedly, that's a, a whole different scenario. But I would imagine right. if you uh, walk into Women of Honor with uh, Lefisto and Amber O'Neill and Andrea at your side, uh, the streak is pretty much good as done. I would think so, too. Although, at the end of all of that, if you can uh, certainly go out and do what any good heel would do and claim that you did it all by yourself. Of course. <laughs> so there, for promoters looking to acquire your services, for fans to follow you, for anyone that may be looking to uh, work with Ms. Brink on any facet of the business and maybe beyond, where can they find you? Uh, on Twitter, we can do lady at Lady K Brink, L-A-D-Y-K-B-R-I-N-K. That's also on Instagram, Lady, L-A-D-Y-K-B-R-I-N-K. And then on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Kennedy Brink. That's K-E-N-N-A-D-I-B-R-I-N-K. And then, of course, if you want to check out Team 3D Academy, we can do that on Twitter at Team 3D Academy. Um, and also on Facebook, we can do Team 3D Academy as well. So and uh, race first flare. That's all I got to say. <laughs> You're going to keep that one in your head now, from now on. I am very hard on myself. I am very hard on myself. You don't understand. When I don't know something, it's not, it's not good. It's not good. Oh, no. no I don't expect you to know it. I pulled that one. I mean, come on. That's that's a oh, first arcade. That's, that's what, over 30 years ago now? Yeah, it might be longer than that. So no, I don't. I don't expect you to know these things. Uh, but I, the, the point of the random questions is making questions relatively challenging. So no, don't don't don't. Oh, it, okay. It's fine. It's fine. That's right. But anyway, yes. yep, yep, yep. That's how you can get in contact with me. Uh, email me also, Kennedy Brink, K E N N A D I B R I N K at gmail but I, right now, I have to get into training. So That is awesome. So, folks, you've heard it all. You know where she can get, get her contact. You can find her and you can book her, which is what she's looking for. She's a Team 3D girl about to go into Team 3D right now and train. She's a disability that the mama warned you about. Once a dreamer, now a doer is going to be brink. And I want to thank you for coming on to the show and uh, providing your, your time and interview. It has been a long time coming, and I'm glad we got it done. Yes, I'm glad too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the WPN's Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling. If you have questions or comments, please contact us via our Facebook or our YouTube channel at the Women's Pro Wrestling Network. If you're new to the WPN, feel free to subscribe to our channel and like our page. We appreciate your support. Thank you again for listening.